This, this is Train of My name is Ajay Pandey. So I'm trying this comedy thing, and by comedy I mean yapping into a microphone for nobody to hear. And I've already learned two things. One, there is nothing sadder than a stand-up routine where there isn't even an audience to laugh at your jokes. You just give your punchline and then... Because you're not in a comedy club. You're in a room, in your pajamas, blubbering into your iPhone because fuck using a real microphone. And two, I'm not funny. Seriously, you don't know how funny you aren't until you try to write a series of jokes one after the other. One joke is hard. Five jokes is harder. Ten jokes in a logical sequence squeeze into a tiny bite that starts sweet and gets profound and riles up the audience and culminates in a punchline that repeatedly kicks you in the crotch. Well, that's why comedy is a full-time job. The problem with me writing good jokes is that it puts me face-to-face with the one thing I hate more than anything else in the world, effort. Seriously, I put no effort into anything. I've been fucking around with music, fiction, drawing, podcasts, photography, engineering, philosophical rants, nobody in particular, and now I'm trying comedy. There are people who devote their lives to each of these fields, working for hundreds of hours, thousands of hours, exploring the caverns of sub-sub-sub-subcultures, poking the dark for kindred spirits, people who understand what they know, who love what they love. And then I'm like, Herbie Derp! I want to try making a podcast. Well, what's the worst that could happen, huh? For one thing, I don't spend money. Like, I looked up how to make a real podcast. I saw you had to make an RSS feed. And I looked it up. I saw the cheapest option costs like 10 bucks in a week and a work. And I was like, nope. Fuck that. I'm just going to use Bandcamp like a scrub. Like, I've been making music since 8th grade, and it took me 5.25 years before I spent anything beyond 5 bucks. And even then, I spent those 5 bucks the same way I agreed to take out the trash. <sighs> Fine. It doesn't help that I'm the most antisocial creator to exist in the history of creating. Luckily, I quickly grew out of that thing where you find famous people with real musical talent and just go, hey, 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 person, human, person, I love your work. I'm your biggest fan. I have this mixtape, which is a single demo sketch. Actually, it's barely a thing. But uh, what do you think, huh? What do you think? Thanks, thanks. Cool, cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. But I, I did replace bothering big name humans with not asking for any help at all. I mean, I'm just going to a mad scientist lab with a kid's smart microscope and empty Poland spring water bottle test tubes. Like, do-do-do, if I work hard enough, maybe I can cure cancer forever. Yay! TLDR? Fuck trying. But there's a way out. If you want to do something cool, but you don't want to spend money or take cues from great artists or even collaborate with other people, All you have to do is not care about quality. 
Hey, Jay, your jokes make no sense. I wasn't trying. Hey, Jay, your music sounds like you were making fart noises into a microphone. It's a proof of concept. Hey, Jay, your portrait of me looks like I was punched in the face and drenched in Nickelodeon goo. I only spent 15 minutes on it. Not caring about quality is great. You get to have your SoundCloud and your Bandcamp and your DeviantArt page, and you get to say you're a creative. And because you avoid talking to genuinely talented people, nobody calls you on your bullshit. You just get to go, hey babe, I'm a talented rapper. I just dropped a fire mixtape. You should check it out on SoundCloud. Actually, don't. My name is Ajay Pandey. Of course, depending on the setting, that might be up for debate. AJ Pandey? The people who say that, they're generally white people. They've never heard Ajay before, but they have heard AJ. So they reinterpret the unfamiliar as something they've heard before. A split-second decision which immediately calcifies into habit. It's incorrect, but I went with it up through 10th grade. My town was 90-something percent white, heavily Irish and Italian, so I didn't expect people to grasp Indian pronunciation. Besides, AJ was much better than the alternatives. AJ Pondi? AJ? Yeah, that last one was from a substitute teacher. But in 11th grade... When I transferred from my wealthy suburban high school to a weirdo nerd school out in Worcester, one with a significant population of Indian students, I decided to assert myself. My name is Ajay Pandey. And it stuck. Even my white classmates went with it, to my initial surprise. Then again, Ajay can be pronounced with Anglo-American phonemes. A blue jay. Ajay. And even Pande can be roughly approximated. Pan day. Pande. Bande. I realized that all my life I could have simply asserted my name to all the white people I knew. I could merely introduce myself as Ajay and correct people who repeated back AJ. After all, my name was an Ohome Ikarosa. No. Okay, how do you pronounce it? Ove Igarusa. Uh, one more time? Ove Igarusa. It's been several months, and I still have trouble with that. Anyway, I asserted myself. And my new name, really my real name, Ajay Pande, has stuck wherever I go. Except in Starbucks.
Although we are supposed to give the baristas your name because they're supposed to be friends with you, you don't expect to see them again. You get your thingachino in Solomon Pond Mall and you get out, never to see that particular franchise again. So why bother correcting the usually white barista when they butcher your name? Half the time the place is so loud they couldn't hear your name anyway. I swear, one time I got an iced coffee with my name spelled A-J-E-N. What? So for a good while, whenever I went into a Starbucks, I went back to being AJ. AJ Pandy, the me from 10th grade, bored, antisocial, full of anger and disillusionment about a school that I felt had betrayed me. <sighs> I have to take the name of that guy, but there's another solution, the Starbucks name. I got the idea from a friend of mine. Domini Chaladere. South Indians have the longest names. And she, like I, repeatedly has her name butchered by white folks. Domini, Domini, Dominic, Dominique. But in Starbucks, she's not Domini or Domini or Domini or whatever. Instead, she's... Catherine with a K. Hmm. Now... Domini loves her name, her real name. It translates out to lightning. Lightning! Wouldn't you love to introduce yourself as lightning? But as badass as that name is, it gets tiring when you have to repeat your name several times, spell it out, just for a caramel macchiato with whipped cream. For the white people she sees every day, she has little choice but to let them mangle her name every single time. But for Starbucks, for the name she gives to strangers serving her coffee, she uses a friend's name, Catherine. It's pretty. And the only question she has to answer is, Catherine with a C or Catherine with a K? Sure, it's a subtle rejection of one's own heritage, but at least you don't have to learn the NATO alphabet just to get some overpriced caffeine. As she told me her strategy, I realized I should get my own Starbucks name. Aiden, Marcus, Stephen, Alejandro? Hmm, I quickly realized that although white women get a full shelf of dainty, sparkly, pronounceable names, Alexandria, Patricia, Maria, Elise, men get few such names. Rick, Mike, Jim, Matt. Men, white men, mostly get short names that end in hard consonants that only find their melodies with the last name attached. Rod McMahon, Jack Fenton, Chip Davis. But with a bit of digging, I found my name of choice. Damien. It's a Greek name. It's dainty. It rolls off the tongue. It's foreign enough to be uncommon but not so foreign that it's unrecognizable. I tried it a couple of times. The smelling changed with each Starbucks I tried it in, but the baristas pronounced it properly, and I could order my grande latte without any name-based hassle. Fantastic. But I got more. 
I realized that the Starbucks name is more than just a coping mechanism brown people use to make their lives easier. It's a rare opportunity to roleplay with real people. To be someone else for just five minutes. As Damien, I get to be the artsy foreign exchange student. I can float to the register, let more breath and melody into my voice, compliment the barista's earrings, and perhaps add a slight, unplaceable accent. I might not escape my clothes, or my glasses, or my genetically tanned skin, but I can change my character and live out my bohemian fantasies, if only to order that latte. Let's go back to Damini and her temporary alter ego, Catherine. Here's how I see it. The Domini I know, petite, flowing black hair, long eyelashes, a predilection for green or blue eyeshadow. She's a good time, bubbly, goofy, but also comfortable with emotion to a level few reach. She's wonderful, but Catherine is a bit different. Smartly dressed, librarian glasses, melodic voice, intricate nail art. She occupies the same body as Domini. She looks the same, dresses the same. Yet the characteristics that make Domini human comic relief are modulated, reframed, into the embodiment of fun-sized sex appeal. All with just a name. Catherine. Okay, I'm exaggerating a bit. But with Starbucks names, fantasy and hyperbole are part of the package. Your name is a gateway to your identity. So if you change your name, you get to change your identity. You get to try on new personalities, see how they fit, pretend to be the person you secretly wanted to be. At least for a moment. And perhaps that new you might just take up a life of its own. What if... I kept up the act for the same Starbucks every day. If every time I walked in, I left a J at the door and brought Damien instead, would I become a different person? Would Damien leave the Starbucks, build a deeper character, and live a life of his own, taking over the body otherwise used by a J? Maybe, just maybe, the character and actor could become one and my fantasy could become my reality. Train of Thought is written, narrated, scored, and produced by Ajay Pandey. Thanks to Stephanie Igarosa and Dominic Chaladurai for lending their names and voices for this episode. This product is a new thing for me. <laughs> it's going to be a grab bag of a lot of the stuff I enjoy doing in my free time, and a few things that I've always wanted to do. So you're going to get a little bit of comedy, you're going to get a little bit of that philosophical rants I'm known for, a little more narrative, a little more fiction, and more music. Um, I'm going to try and make a few test episodes, see if I can manage the workflow, but it seems to be going well so far. I'm going to post a new episode of Trainer of Thought every Friday. Oh, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Stay tuned. Thank you.